1: NY or text hope NY in New York. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
0: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
1: Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes.
2: Hello again everybody, GamecockCentral.com presents Gamecock Central Radio with Kip Balknight. I'm your host Emerson Phillips, we're coming to you from the Gamecock Central Studios. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud or other popular services or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Kip, the Gamecocks lost two out of three over the weekend to Kentucky and I saw Baseball Gene, our friend Baseball Gene, hit you up on Twitter during Game 3 yesterday and said, why is Kentucky such a hard place historically for the Gamecocks to go win? Kentucky took two out of three, and we knew it was going to be a tough series, and, you know, Kentucky's not been one of the top teams in the league this year, but they are always tough against South Carolina. Why?
3: You know, to be honest with you, I really don't know. Uh, They were even uh, tough when we played them Uh, back when 98 to 2001 when I was in South Carolina. it's, It's always been a very, very tough series, and gosh, I think we've only won maybe three of the last 12 games against them uh, in, in Kentucky. So I I, I really don't know. Um, it's just one of those uh, situations where it seems like a, a team has your number. And uh, I can remember when I uh, played at South Carolina, uh, I don't think we lost to Vanderbilt the whole four years I was there. If we did, we may have lost one game in the SEC tournament. Other than that, I think we swept them uh, all 12 games. Um in my four years now Vanderbilt was certainly not the powerhouse they are now uh, but to do that against any team you know it just seems like maybe we had their numbers so uh, you know I, it, it, it's kind of hard to say I mean uh, we did the same thing with Auburn we had Auburn's number at the time so you know it, it's um, it's a disappointing weekend but you know again if you look back at prior to the season you look back at where they were last year South Carolina's in a great position to make a stretch run, and it's all about who gets hot now and um, and plays their best baseball at the end of the season. That's what you want. You want to be playing your best baseball, uh, you know, come tournament time, uh, here in you know the next three, four, five weeks.
2: Let's recap this Kentucky series. It didn't get off to a very good start for the Gamecocks on Friday. In Game 1, Kentucky scored three runs in the bottom of the first inning to take a 3-0 lead, but then in the fourth, L.T. Tolbert hit a solo home run, and then Alex Destino hit the first pitch he saw over the center field fence for a three-run shot. It was Destino's sixth home run of the year. Destino finished with four runs knocked in. L.T. Tolbert and Jonah Bryant had two RBIs each. Freshman catcher Chris Cullen went three for four. Marcus Mooney was two for three with two runs scored. Gamecocks scored four more runs in the top of the sixth. And Clark Schmidt was the winning pitcher. He's now nine and one, five runs, eight hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts, and six and two thirds for Schmidt. South Carolina beat Kentucky 10 to five. So, Kip, you know, the series was off and running, and the Gamecocks looked like they're in position to win this series, but things changed dramatically with Saturday's game.
3: Yeah, you know, winning Friday night in the SEC is always a plus, and uh, Clark Smith certainly did not have his normal dominating performance, but he did enough to, to, to keep his team in the game, and he logged six and two-thirds innings, and Josh Reagan did a good job of coming in behind him, and uh, uh, Reed Scott and then, and then Josh Reagan. But, um, you know, it's uh, it was a good start to the weekend. You know, you win on the road on a Friday night, It doesn't matter if you win by one run or by five runs. It was a good victory for South Carolina, and they were in a good position, but uh, he had to tippy-cap on Saturday to Kentucky's starting pitcher. He he threw a well of a game, and uh, South Carolina just couldn't muster any offense.
2: Yeah, he did. Dustin Beggs is his name, senior right-hander, with a three-hit shutout of the Gamecocks in Game 2 on Saturday. Kentucky scored three runs in the second, so they jumped out to a 3-0 lead for the second straight day. And Beggs took it from there. Three-hit shutout. He carried a no-hitter into the sixth inning, and at one point he set down 17 Gamecock batters in a row. Beggs now eight and one on the year. Braden Webb took the loss. Seven innings of work, five runs, six hits, two walks, 10 Ks. Webb is now nine and three, and that set the stage for the rubber match yesterday, Sunday, a bizarre ball game, Kip, where the Gamecocks out-hit Kentucky 14 to five but the Gamecocks left 15 runners on base and got beat five to four in 12 innings.
3: Yeah. You know, you, you're, again, you're in a good position. You have a chance to win the series on on Sunday. And, you know, anytime you can win a series on the road in the SEC is certainly a plus. And obviously Kentucky's uh, not, for some reason, not an easy place to play. I mean, you look at Florida, they, they went in there and lost two out of three at, at, um, at Kentucky as well. So, you know, you're in a great position. You just can't leave 15 runners on. You know, some people, uh, you know, anybody that's criticizing Chad Holbrook or coaches, I mean, that that's all on the players. I mean, you got you got the guys in position. Unfortunately, they just couldn't get the timely hit. They couldn't get the, you know, even just a ground ball to shortstop, you know, or a, a sack fly to center field, we couldn't do any of that. I mean, I think there was – um, you know, second and third, no outs and bases loaded, no outs. I mean, it was uh, certainly an opportunity for South Carolina to, uh, to, to definitely get a win on Sunday, but Hey, again, they're in a great position and um, you know, that there's, you want them to be the best uh, here in the next uh, three, four or five weeks of the season. Uh, does that loss sting? Yes, it does. But hopefully they'll learn from that. There's a learning opportunity there and, um, you know, uh, uh, get ready for uh, for this week. It's going to be a tough week with Texas a and coming
2: to town. All right, Gene Cohn's school record 31-game hitting streak came to an end in Saturday's loss, but then Cohn came back with two hits in Sunday's game, of marathon, four hours and five minutes, attendance for Game 3 at Kentucky 2028. And Kentucky reliever freshman Sean Jelly. Six feet, ten inches tall, worked four scoreless innings of relief to earn the win. He's now 4-0 and on the year, and Kentucky won it in the bottom of the 12th on a walk-off solo home run by Dorian Hairston. Tyler Johnson took the loss in relief, Uh, one and two his record now, three innings of relief, one run allowed, and two hits for Tyler Johnson. Madison Stokes had three hits. Dom Thompson-Williams had three hits for the Gamecocks. Jonah Bryant hit a big solo home run to tie the game at three in the seventh. Both teams added a run in the 8th. We ended up in extras, and then Hairston hit the home run in the 12th to win it and end this very long Sunday clash between the Wildcats and the Gamecocks, Kentucky 5-4 to over South Carolina. Gamecock Central Radio with Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips. Kip, we got eight games left in the regular season now. The Gamecocks will host PC tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at Founders Park, and then that will set the stage for the big series coming up this weekend against Texas A&M. A&M ranked number two in the country in all the major polls, and uh, they're coming off a... Of series win over a very good Vanderbilt team, and A&M shut Vandy out to win two to three games this past weekend. In fact, they got a no-hitter in game three on Saturday.
3: Yeah, you know, A&M coming into town, obviously, you know, South Carolina has the midweek game against Presbyterian, certainly can't look past them, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward at Texas A&M. I think two things come to mind for me, for South Carolina, and their, and their baseball team right now is the one and most important thing for me is for them to truly Solidify roles on the back end of that bullpen. Uh, I watched Josh Reagan come in on Friday night, and you know, a, a guy that's got 11 saves, he, you know, whether or not he thinks he's still the closer or not, you know, I don't know because I'm not Josh Reagan, but I, I think he just didn't look like to me he was um, mentally as confident and uh, had that swagger that he normally has out on the mound. He is a calm guy, but he just didn't have that. Uh, confidence look in, in in his eyes, in my opinion, and you know it's tough when you're used to being a closer, and all of a sudden you're coming in, and it's a four run game, and you're coming in the game on Friday night. You know, I mean, the announcers are saying, "Hey, is he the closer? Is he not? We thought he was the closer, and then on Sunday, in a in a one run game in the eighth inning, with I think two outs, you know, Josh Reagan certainly is deserves to be in that situation, but. If you're Tyler Johnson, you have to be asking, well, you know, there's four outs to go. I mean, you know, what I'd like to be in that game. Now, the lefty-lefty matchup, you know, Josh Reagan gave up a solo homer and uh, it's part of the game. But um, I, I just really, really think they need to kind of uh, solidify that and make sure when they go to the ballpark on Friday night, uh, they know if it's a two-run game, if it's a safe situation, whose ball it is. And uh, I just think that's really, really important to make sure their mindset is right, their mental capacity is where it needs to be, because it just seems to me there's a little bit of, um, um, you know, um, just indecisiveness there. And um, I hope that that can work out to be a plus for South Carolina moving forward as opposed to uh, this past weekend that worked out too well. But, um, you know, I, I, again, South Carolina's in a great position. Hopefully the fans will come out this weekend and make a lot of noise and make it a really, really tough place for the Aggies to come in and play. It's a top ten showdown, and uh, we certainly came to a life to get Gamecock fans did on Saturday against Florida. So hopefully we have a great environment. Uh, you know, this weekend against Texas
2: A&M. The good news for the Gamecocks this weekend is that Florida dropped a game to Tennessee. The Gators did win the series, but they lost the middle game to the Volunteers. So, South Carolina and Florida tied atop the SEC East standings at 16-7, and and Texas A&M very good, leading the West at 16-8. and So, it's PC Tuesday night at 7 at home, then Texas A&M Friday at 7, Saturday at 7.30, and Sunday at 4.00. And the next week will be the last week of the regular season. Tuesday night home game against the Citadel at 7 o'clock. And then at Bama Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to wrap up the regular season. So, first things first, Texas A&M coming in. This team's been ranked in the top five virtually all season long. And Kyle Simons, 8-1 and on the year. No-hit Vandy in game three of the series with the Commodores this past saturday that was in college station so we got a tremendous matchup this weekend in sec play and kip and i will come back later in the week and give you a full preview of the texas a&m series kip bottom line like you said gamecocks still in position we got two weekends left in conference play and the gamecocks can still win the conference
3: yeah they can i mean you know it's uh, a lot of fans i'm sure are disappointed this weekend and i mean uh, certainly coach holbrook is and and the players are but guess what it's it's uh It's behind you now. There's nothing you can do about it now but learn from some of the mistakes uh, that were made and uh, make yourself better. I mean, that's the key here is to, you know, learn from those mistakes and move forward, and I certainly think the guys will do that. And, um, you know, if you ask me before the season if if South Carolina uh, would be happy and Chad Holbrook would be happy about being in the position they're in uh, with six games left in conference play and tied for first in the SEC, i think it's a no brainer anybody would sign on the dotted line. Could it be better? absolutely, yes, but you know what uh you know there there's um it's a long season, it's a marathon, not a sprint and um you know i, I know one thing there's a lot of Gamecock fans and faithful that are extremely happy with the way the season's going uh and um there's a, a lot of season left and um hopefully South carolina baseball will be hot at the right moment as they've done before and um be a lot of fun come postseason
2: time. Yeah, the Gamecocks in great shape heading into the last two weeks of the season, tied for first in the conference and a chance to win the regular season championship. Kip Balknight, we appreciate your time today. Thank you, my man. Thanks, Emerson. All right, that's Kip Balknight. Gamecock, great. Won the Golden Spikes Award back in the 2000 season, and he joins us twice a week here on Gamecock Central Radio to talk Gamecock baseball. And we'll be back with you later in the week for a full preview of the South Carolina Texas A&M Series right here on Gamecock Central Radio. I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us, and have a great week.